0: Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to Tech for Tech Tech Talk. This is a live show where we help your IT business grow. I'm Philip Griffiths, and this
1: is... I'm Jenny Griffiths.
0: And we are hosts uh, for today. We've got two guests on the show. We've got Ben, who's going to be here. So this is Ben. Ben, if you just want to introduce yourself, let everyone who know who you are, uh, and then uh, we'll move on to Will. If you've got a little tip, you feel free to uh, obviously include that as well.
2: Yeah, Good evening, Phil. Uh, I'm Ben Ashcroft. i run on Bugs and Bites Computing in Lincoln. Uh do laptops and desktops, trade sales, gaming towers, that sort of thing. Uh, tip of the day, if you're trying to get to the task manager on a really slow-running PC and you don't want to wait 10 minutes to go through all the previous steps, just uh, press Control, Shift and Escape and that'll bring the task manager straight up for you. Save you a bit of time.
0: Yeah, brilliant. And, uh, one of the things you don't want to do right at this moment in time is try the other tip, which is press Alt and F4, is it? <laughs> and control and F4. Uh, we're going to Alt and F4, yeah, uh, because obviously that will close obviously the browser and you'll lose us. And I've just seen that two people have just dropped off the stream, as I've said that, so I'm guessing they're going to press Alt and F4. Uh, but there we go. So they're probably going to be swearing at me in a few minutes, but, uh, um, right, let's just quickly go through to chat before we go over to, uh, Will. So we've got a few people on, so we've got Facebook users saying hi or evening, should I say, uh, if you are a Facebook user, make sure you click the link what I've put in the chat. I've also put it on the screen there, but it's basically... Uh, allows your name to be shown. So it's chat.restream.io forward slash FB that will allow your name to be shown uh, instead of calling you Facebook user if you are watching from Facebook. And I'll stick that on the screen again. Uh, we've got Peter Whitehouse as well, saying even Tech for text Ben Ashcroft, and Will, Willie Moore. Uh, we've also got a Facebook user, yes, uh McCauley at Stevenson's IT Solutions, IT Support Solutions Limited. And we've got a hello from... I'm guessing that's Crosshaven Computers. I think Cormac's been on some of that Irish whiskey and um, can't spell the uh, name of his own com- um, computer company. Uh, oh, here we go. He's corrected it now. So there we go. So uh, make sure you guys obviously click on that. And thank you, whoever uh, uh, posted that restream.io, but it also needs forward slash Facebook in it for it to be, uh, for it to work. So uh it's on the screen again now for you so and i'll post it in there so if you are a facebook user make sure you click that link say yes and go from there we've also got sean as well from brolly it in ireland uh, hi there sean and we've got Alison cook uh, from norfolk um she's saying happy thursday everyone is there such thing as a happy thursday Alison? Well, are you like nice,
1: every day is happy. Yeah, she's
0: quite cheerful too. She's teal- a little cumulative. ray of
1: sunshine every day. Yeah,
0: that's true. Right. So before we go any further, let's introduce you to Will or will let Will introduce himself. So Will, if you want to introduce yourself, let everyone know who you are, what you do, and if you've got any tips for us today.
3: Hi, my name is Will. Obviously, I'm from Faith um running consumer tech, which is an IT repair, support, and MSP company. Um, I think my tip of the day is one of my customers had brought in a laptop that she had used a uh, antiseptic wipe to clean her screen, and unfortunately the liquid went through the, the, the LCD and damaged it. So if you are going to clean screens, please use appropriate cloths and appropriate sprays and cleaners. Oh.
0: Okay. Well, it's definitely an interesting tip for the to start us <laughs> off with. So. Yes. We've got Richard Creedy saying hello again. I'm guessing he was one of the Facebook users, and we've got CrossAven Computers just putting a comma in the chat. So I'm pretty sure he's been on the Irish whiskey. I uh, either that or something, to be honest with you. So uh, uh, that's an interesting comment there, um, Cormac. um Yeah, comma. There you go. But anyway, let's move on to <laughs> Jen. So, Jen, if you want to introduce yourself, let me know who you are and if you've got any tip stories for us today.
1: Well, I am Jenny, Jenny Griffiths. Uh, some people call me Jennifer. Either way is fine by me. Uh, basically, basically, I am the editor around here. Um, when it's time to edit the videos, I'm the one that Dr. up, takes the errs and rs and stuff out for Phil. So that's my job.
0: Nice one. And have you got any tips for us?
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, This one, this one comes from actually a person that I play online games with. Um, We will call him Rob to protect his identity because he's probably watching the show. Uh, Rob decided to take his laptop upstairs. And so he, instead of shutting down the laptop, he just carried it in his hands. And he wrapped the cord around the base of the laptop and the keyboard and all that. And somehow, I don't know if he tripped on the stairs or what, he broke the screen of the laptop. Well, oh, that's not the better part of it yet. He opens the laptop up for some reason to see, I guess, to see if there's any more internal damage, and he shorts out the GPU. So there's two tips. Shut down your laptop when you're going to carry it around and unplug it, all that. And also, don't try and fix something that you're not exactly uh, a professional with. So there's two tips in one.
0: Okay. Thank you there, Jen. So let's just uh, get the screen sorted. There we go. So, yeah. So obviously look after laptops, um, obviously uh, hinges and obviously charge points are very delicate. So, right. Let's go on to uh, me first. So Phil's news. Well, first of all, before we do anything, I have to tell you about this. Where can you go and meet hundreds of people just like you, strengthen existing relationships and forge new ones with vendors and distributors, and meet some of the biggest names in the industry, where you can go and see the newest tech and services that you need to make your IT business grow, and there'll be thousands of pounds worth of prizes up for grabs. Then what's more, you'll get that for a quid. Max 2023 will be on the 23rd of June at Magna Adventure and Science Centre near Meadowhall in Sheffield. This event will be over four times larger than last year's event, and this year's event will incorporate a live tech awards, dedicated meeting rooms, demo and interactive areas, and up to 800 other techs just like you. Get registered now at tftmax.com. Okay, guys, so if you haven't already, get registered at tftmax.com because obviously if you don't, then well you don't come, it's simple as that. We have actually got some 99p tickets in which don't include lunch, so you will have to buy stuff at the snack bar. Bear in mind the snack bar is only small items, probably like sausage rolls and stuff like that, nothing too advanced. You can't bring your own food into the venue because of obviously uh, health and safety laws and stuff like that. So uh, if you decide you don't want to have the lunch, which is only a penny more or the tickets for the lunches actually sell out then you can go out to the car park have some sandwiches in there and have a picnic if you want there are even some picnic tables outside you could probably sit at uh, and so forth so just a heads up there also for those who um, mentioned about the jury's in discount code not working that is now working again so if you are wanting to stay at the jury's in in sheffield which is now called uh Leonardo's, I believe uh, that um, discount code, which is MAGNA in capitals, will now work and will give you a discount on your hotel rooms. So, and again, thanks for John McKenzie for letting me know about that one. Uh, we were going to be launching something today as well. We were going to be launching the tech for tech, new Tech for Tech members page. We've had to hold it off a little bit, though, unfortunately, because we found a few little bugs which uh, need rectifying before we launch it fully. We've had a few people testing it, around about 20 people altogether, and everything seems fine apart from one little, or one main issue is that people can't edit the profiles, change passwords, or anything like that. There seems to be a, a slight bug with that at the moment. We're getting that rectified, and hopefully we'll launch it on next week's show, if not before. For. Uh, if you don't know what the Tech for Tech members page is, it's basically not to replace Facebook, it's to use in conjunction with Facebook, or for people who don't want to use Facebook. It's Basically, they'll have most of the content, what's on Facebook, in there. you will have polls and different things like that. And It's also even got a members map, so you can read up about different vendors and distributors which are available, as well as discount codes and all the usual stuff. So... Uh, Obviously, Dan, who was just commenting there, says it'll be great when um, when it's done, Phil. He's actually been uh, slyly testing it a little bit. Um, so he's actually been on there. That's Dan from CMS. So um, if you haven't checked out CMS, he's done a, a message today on um, the Tech for Tech Facebook group where he's actually introduced himself and basically says that he, CMS of basically that dedicated to helping Tech for Tech members. They've even got uh, their own Tech for Techs um, contact email address so you can email them at tech for text. I think it's that cmsdistribution.com, and uh, then you'll be able to uh, uh, contact them directly. They'll know you from tech for text, and uh, hopefully, they'll be able to offer you any special deals or anything like that that they can do for TFT members. Uh, I don't know if they've actually got any special deals, but uh, if they haven't, I've uh, made uh, uh, Dan a bit of a job tomorrow uh, with everyone contacting him probably. But anyway, so we've also got uh, a few comments on. Let me just go. On the screen, uh, that's, that's a definite no on that one. Uh, so I've seen plenty of things sprayed on laptops over the time. I think one of my biggest ones, actually, and this is my tip, um, mainly, mainly consumers is spraying WD-40 on a fan inside a PC to um, stop it making a noise. Yeah. <laughs> While the fan is on. As you can imagine, the coat's a hole inside of your laptop in WD-40. It doesn't go down. Imagine well.
1: what it did to the wall.
0: Well, it was inside the laptop, so it was sort of like uh, um, when you switched it on on the desk, it was like where the vents are. There was no, it was basically like uh, where the vents are on the side. It was like spray marks on the on the table. So uh, it was, was a bit of a mess, but, but there we go. So I've seen a few things like that over the years. Right, let's... Sorry?
1: I was going to say, I do have one thing uh, to mention uh, about uh, TechMax. If you go to our page looking for the address for TechMax, um, you might notice that it says that TechMax will be held in Rotherham. Well, it's so close, Sheffield and Rotherham are, that we just call it Sheffield. The correct address is rotherham but it's like literally walking across the street and on one side of sheffield and one is rotherham so it, it's not incorrect uh we had some people asking about this earlier it's not incorrect it is totally correct for your sat nav so if you see it saying rotherham don't be confused
0: yeah, so it's basically right next to Meadow Hall, which is Sheffield, but the other side of the road sort of like one's Sheffield, one's Rotherham, so it's sort of half and half. So if you view, the main reason you chose to say Sheffield over Roverham, and most of the things is because most people, unfortunately, sorry if you're from Roverham, know where Sheffield is, and a lot of people don't know where Roverham is. So uh, And that was the main reason we're saying that, but it's practically a, few, a couple of, well, about three or four miles away from the venue last year, so practically still Sheffield right let's go on to the main topic then and guys in the chat if you have seen anything else interesting put on a, a laptop like richard creedy says wd-40 on the screen makes interesting patterns feel free to comment let us know and if you've got any interesting shortcuts what people don't know about when you're repairing like ben says uh, or you want to try alt f4 um then uh, leave the actual uh, in the comments as well let us know so, right, let's go on to the main topics then. So, who wants to start us off? Let's start off with, uh, let's say, Ben then. So, Ben, do you want to start us off and give us a topic to talk about today?
2: Uh, yeah, so I wanted to talk about the CRM, which it Computer man? Okay. Um, it's been sort of fairly, fairly heavily advertised on Tech Protects on the page. Um, I, I've just got to say, I, I appreciate my plugging it a bit, but really great service. Um so I signed up to it last no, started well last year obviously it was about six, seven months ago. Um I was I was slightly dubious because I've never signed up to lead generation service before. Um I don't know if this is still applicable, but there was a free trial when I first joined it. Um it's worked out really well. Uh, and basically you pay a certain amount per lead. And uh, you pay that whether or not you convert the leads into actual sale or, or repair or whatnot. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, yeah, just really very good, uh, good quality leads coming through it. Um, I was just chatting to Danny earlier on this afternoon, just generally anyway. Uh, and there are still some areas which haven't yet been covered. Um, and if you message either Danny or Jesus they'll be able to tell you basically which ones are, are which areas are still available. Um, but yeah, I have to say it's really, really good as a service. It works really well for extra income streams. Um, yeah, so there you have it.
0: There you go. And if you didn't see, I put that on the screen as well for everyone to see. So there we go. So, nice one. There any, any of you guys, um, well, I know about you, Jim but uh, but what about yourself, Will? Have you tried Computer
3: Repair Man? Yeah, I'm a member of Computer Repair Man. <coughs> and a uh, big kudos to, to Jason and um, who run Who run it and, and do search engine optimization and things like that. And Google search results because it it doesn't I, I know my local area uh, if you if you type in laptop repairs computer repairs it's within the top three you know computer repair man will pop up um, you put your postcode in you find my ugly face on front of it so people seem to draw ask me to come and help them out so I must have a trusting face um, and yeah. I, I do get quite a lot of leads off it yeah so. It's um, yeah, yeah big kudos. It's um, I come across it by accident actually. Um, I'm the first person, in fact, the only person in Scotland to to be a member of it. Um, so if anyone else is watching from Scotland, you know, contact Jace at Computer Repairman um, and, and get yourself signed up because it's it's well
2: worth it. I'll uh, I'll maybe you move back to Aberdeen yeah. then really. I know. I'll take <laughs> that I mean, the, the other thing I quite like about the, the whole CRM thing is you're not in competition with anyone else who the leads. They get the assign one person per yeah, area. That's a good thing. So you're not in competition yeah. for the leads. Um and, and Richard says he says had quite a bit of work from CRM also some time which says, yeah, you do get some people or some leads that don't sort of get back to you. It's part of the part of the course of this sort of thing. But I have to say, it's as a form of advertisement, it's advertisement. It's been the best service that I've ever seen, really, because yeah. what you pay per lead and what you get in a return compared to, say, advertising on, I don't know, advertising on Facebook or advertising on your business page or advertising on Google or whatnot. Yeah, it's it's a brilliant return. Um, I've been sort of doing a return on investment sort of figure every few months just to sort of check how it's going. It's, it's, it's usually a really, really solid return on investment for what you're paying per lead and how much you get back per worry.
3: Yeah, completely yeah. agree, Ben. It's, um, I've, I've done the same, you know, keep an eye on it. I, I use Synchro MSP and, and register all my customers from CRM into it and I can see on a full chart how much is profit and expenditure, etc., et cetera, like that. And it's it's worthwhile. Yeah, I agree with Richard. You, you do get some... Not, I, I wouldn't call them time wasters so much. Um, I found out people just phoning up for advice on how to fix it themselves. Um what just you know I'll, I'll suggest that they don't do it use a professional give them advice and you know normally I can turn that around and, and go out and visit people and, and help them out and, and get some sales of it out of it as well so it definitely weighs the benefits you know being a member uh, it's definitely good benefits sorry I should say but yeah good
0: Yeah, I'm going to say we used them for a while before we sort of started uh, running things down a little bit so we could concentrate more on tech for text. And must must admit, we did get quite a few contacts, especially for Macs and phones and stuff like that. Um, Unfortunately, we didn't do that, but we passed them on to another local store, which managed to do them uh, when we actually stopped doing it. That other local store actually took over from doing it. But I must admit his search engine optimization, he does. um, So he comes up quite high in most of the rankings is pretty good, to be honest with you. I don't know how he magically does it. Who is paying off at Google? No clue but um, def- definitely um, usually ranks quite high in a lot of the search engines and areas what are yeah. covered. Uh, that, that's definitely
2: good. I would say as well, the other good thing is the longer you're in looking after that area. I mean, the first month I did it, I got maybe four or five leads. This month has today been the busiest month and being January as well, it's a great thing. Cause January is historically quite a quiet month. Yeah. Um, and I think this month I've had 26 leads so far so I've had pretty much a lead every day. Yeah. And you can't, been,
3: can't complain about that. Yeah, I've been about the same actually. I think um, I think it was last October was my best one where I had about 65 leads. Um, and oh, I was getting to the stage where I couldn't keep up. I had to phone and apologise a couple of days later. Um, so that was a really good month. Um, but not complaining. You know, bring it on. And it's, it's like you say, Phil, how he does the the rankings is amazing. Uh, really good. Yeah. Yeah, just I, very I, I, good.
0: Six, 65 leads, what you got. God, that's that's more than some computer repair shops or whatever get yeah. normally in a month anyway. Even in some cases, two or three months. So that's that's hell of a lot of leads. So uh, yeah, definitely good there. What were you going I, to say, Ben?
2: I was going to say, you tend to get sort of decent quality customers through as well. I don't know if this is applicable to other areas, but I would say probably about. 60, 70%, maybe even 80% of the customers I get are what you would class as silver surfers, to coin a phrase. Um, mm-hmm. It's sort of yeah. the older sort of generation of people and it's the sort of people you can trust. So, yeah,
3: yeah that I've, I've got pretty good. Cool cool. uh, I seem to be picking up uh, silver surfers areas in St. Andrews, Cooper, Anstruther area. And oh, God, that's a busy area for me. Um, and it's about half an hour's drive away, but what I've managed to do is custom them. You know, get four or five calls in and a day and go up and it's of course St Andrews University up there as well. So I've had a lot of students um who won't go outside the the sort of compound of St Andrews University. They, they use their computer online to find computer repair, it will come to them. So that's a, a good selling point for me. So um yeah, no complaints, it's been it's been great actually. So
2: um, um, for networking good. as well. Yeah. With all our it's good for networking with lot of guys in the TFT group because I got one the other day. It was a guy who wanted 18 domains transferring. I don't do anything to do with a domain transfer, nor to start with domain transfer. And uh, yeah, I ended up getting one of the other guys in TFT to drop an email and take the job on, I think. So,
0: mm. that sounds pretty good. I must admit, I'm going to say, for every, I've not heard anyone say really anything bad about it, to be honest with you. So, uh, must admit, done pretty well. Right. Let's move on to a, uh, another topic. Don't spend all time talking good things about Computer repair Repairman, even though it is a really good uh, uh, website. So uh, uh, I don't see him actually in the chat tonight, which makes a change as well, to be honest with you, because he's usually watching. So it's about the so when we're talking good about him, he's not actually here. So <laughs> someone might want to give him a prod. Right, okay. So let's move on to Will. Will, do you have any topics you want to talk about tonight?
3: Yeah. Unfortunately, um, password managers. Good thing, bad thing. Ooh. It's open to debate. However, one that's caused me a right headache over the last three, four weeks, has been LastPass. Um, unfortunately, they've been breached, I think, twice in the last six months. Um, I was watching on a, a LinkedIn show with another MSP that's in America, and uh, they had done a lot of research into the goings-on of LastPass and things like that. Um, and we've, we've chatted about it in Tech for Techs, so and everybody's entitled to their own opinion, and I, I listen to it and and you know do a bit of research and things like that. But unfortunately, one of the things that had popped up um, was that um, the Android app had been collecting um, browser data and sending it back. You know, normally these apps will collect statistics and things like that. But I found out that it had been um, collecting your browser data and sending it back to LastPass. And that's some of the information that was breached. Um, so I'll be working with pact 8 who's a great vendor um, for many software companies and things like that. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm moving over to another company. Ben. But it's just to get people's thoughts on how how would you handle it? How would you have that conversation with one of your customers, your business customers, which I'm having to do about um, LastPass. You know, I, I've been promoting that business for the last six months, seven months. Um, got a lot of my business MSP customers to sign up to it and we've been using it. However, after even doing my due diligence um, with LastPass, I'm having to go back and, and with my tail between my legs and move them on to another, um, provider. How fortunately though, we've, we've not had data breaches through the company or anything like that. And it's, you know, I'm, I'm just shocked. You know, it's, it's, um, people, people put a lot of information, trust a lot of information to pass with managers. And it's, you know, sometimes I think to myself, I'm better with a piece of paper and a pen going back old school. Um, it just yeah, so I would appreciate people's thoughts. Um there's lots of password managers out there. It's not just LastPass. Any no. piece of software or accounts is, is open to a certain amount of risk. Um but yeah, that it's been pretty bad with LastPass um over the over the last few years I think they've had um and I used to use LogMeIn Me In as well, but um <laughs> I've been here since uh, LastPass or Log Me sorry, had taken over LastPass, and that's when things started to go a bit Pear shaped. Um but if it's not last pass this month or this year, I'll be another company you know in another year. So yeah, it's just be careful with your passwords. Um uh, make sure you've got two factor authentication set up. Make sure that you've got um a master password that's completely different to all your other passwords. Um but yeah, so I see the Richard's saying about Bitwarden. Um yeah, it's a good good company. I've heard a lot of good things about them as well. Um I'm trialing out uh, NordPass Pass just now. Which uses the new encryption X Chacha sounds like a dance, um, the Chacha dance mm-hmm. security mm-hmm. encryption. So I'm I'm giving I'm I'm doing some due diligence on a few ones: One Password, uh, Bitwarden, um, and also uh, NordPass. I'm checking them out just now. But yeah, any thoughts? Please send them my way. You know, a lot of people use. Uh...
1: The password, uh, deal, but I, I can't, I can't in, in good faith, uh, do it myself. Um, and here's the reason I'm just always dubious of anything that's got that much control mm. over, uh, my passwords and everything. Because in my brain, if they can get into the password password manager, well, then that's all my passwords for Banking, you know, all of it right there at their fingertips. If they ever hack into my manager, well, I'm wide open. So uh, I, I'm really dubious about using those. I, I won't even let my mother put one on her uh, computer. I got all over about it when I, I thought she was using one. Uh, call me old school. I just use a a system of remembering what I do, I don't even write it down. Uh, I don't even write my, my passwords down and keep them where they can be uh, found. I'm just really funny about that. And also, um, I, I'm a firm believer that don't use the same password for everything.
3: Yeah, Because
1: definitely. of obvious reasons. But, yeah, I, I don't know. If you have to have a password manager, well, then you, you have to. But I, I'm just... I
3: can't get yeah. that my head. around. It's um, one of these ones when, I don't know if, if there's other people agree with me here, but when you're running a managed service provider sort of service, documentation, 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 that's all they sort of go on about, you know, the big huge MSPs, you know, document everything. Because if I was to go out, touch wood didn't happen, but get knocked over by a bus, who's going to know, you know, everything. It's, it's like yourself, you said, know, I keep a lot of the things in my head. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. I'm I'm disappointed. I, really, I'm disappointed with the password managers out there. So but I like Macaulay's answer there as well as using an Excel sheet with a password protector on it. <laughs> Just a simple document and lock it down. That it, it works. You know, and the, you don't seem to be getting people trying to hack into your computers if if you're using Excel sheets. If you forget that password, that's it. You're pretty much done. But yeah, it's, it's secure. The government's due, it's secure.
2: That's just why I was about to yeah. you get the password for the, the spreadsheet. You're in trouble, aren't you?
0: Yeah, that's it. Or well, you end up getting um, some ransomware on there what uh, lock, locks the file or something like that. You'll be a bit messed up then. But but yeah, it's. I don't think there's a perfect solution with anything, yeah, to be honest with you. If you write it down on a piece of paper, obviously there's always a chance someone can find it and so forth. If you do do that, which I usually tell customers, is just remember... Part of the password, and then sort of have a bit what they just mix up and change depending on the stuff what they have written down, and then keep the other half of it somewhere safe. So if someone does get hold of it, they don't know the other part of the password. But it's uh, it is quite difficult. Um, one of the things I've seen quite a lot recently with passwords, not specifically password manager, but password people will have two factor and four, uh, two factor authentication turned on, um, but they'll have it. Obviously, the the second authentication will be either the phone or an authentication app. Other than they'll go and lose the phone or get um, get a different phone number or something, and they haven't gone in the program to change, obviously, the details. So when it comes to actually yeah. needing to get in there, it makes things a little bit more difficult. Um, so a lot of things these days give you like a, you can get like a twenty-five digit code or whatever, which you can print out, save somewhere, or whatever. Worst case scenario, you can get back in. But again, it's one of those things. this someone burgles your house and finds out, they can then log into you, <laughs> log into your details. Worst case scenario, probably not that they're going to be looking for a specific sheet with twenty-five characters on, but you just never know. But uh, but yeah, uh, definitely. I, I must ag- um, agree with McCall. that were a good one, obviously, is that. Um, uh, Excel sheet or something along that lines, which encrypt. Um, but again, you've got to remember the password and stuff.
1: You know, also keep up to date on your details on the two factor. I'm going back to what Phil said. My mother, as one of her two factors, had an email address of mine as a two factor, uh, where she could go and and you know recover things with my email address. Well, I no longer have that email address. So, when it came time to use it, I was like, Mom, first of all, why are you using my email address as a two-factor? And number two, I don't have this anymore, so we need to fix this. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, make, make sure that you, you keep it up to date.
3: I suppose it's yeah. just as technology advances, we've got to advance our memories and our habits as Changing things and keeping up to date with things. There's, there's so much of your information within accounts. You know, bank accounts, um, software that you use. Like us, that you know, you've got different accounts, passwords for everything. So it's, ach, it's just one of these things about technology. I think, isn't it?
2: Mm-hmm. As they say, it's the same Scotland that rich for um, <laughs> you, you can't win anyway. You can't win anyway you go through no. honestly, because you get these, as I call them, silver surfers who um, keep all the passwords written down in this nice little book and they just give these passwords to anyone that sends them from my IT company. Yeah, and they do. The problem yeah. is half the time these passwords in the Blooming Book are not the correct passwords anyway, so you have to go through it and yeah, yeah. And, and, then, and then you get to email. What's your email password? Yeah. Oh, i never had an email password. I've never had a password for my emails. You know? <laughs> Oh, the big
0: Always thing I, I come, come across a lot with um, customers is uh, Silver Surf, as you call them, but sometimes even younger, they'll just keep a folder on the, um, keep a file on the desktop and call it password <laughs> um, yeah. or passwords right. or on a OneDrive folder. So if anyone ever acts a OneDrive or something like that, then everyone's got it or they've got it on the phone, a file on the phone. So they open the phone, someone nicks the phone. Uh, They've got a list of all the passwords and stuff. A good option is what Russell says there. Um, that's Russell from Lex, Russell George. Um, he basically says about biometric USBs. Um, they're easily available. Um, I know my opinion on that. Yeah, they're good and everything. But wh- what's your opinion on uh, carrying around a USB? What's encrypted, Ben and uh, Will and Jen?
3: Well, wait, who does? Well, you going to lose
1: <laughs> yeah. What? Well, yeah, you're going to lose it is A... And what happens when you need that password and your USB pin goes duff?
2: Mm-hmm. I'd be yeah. so. a recovery specialist for that, not, not mentioning the names. Like
1: I, I, w- I won't mention that, Mrs. C. But
2: <laughs>
0: Yeah. So it is a good option, probably work better for a lot of businesses and stuff like that where they can keep the USBs uh, safe and stuff. And obviously I know a lot of uh, places, obviously they have to log into the devices using a USB pen and stuff like that. But the problem is the amount of times they lose and break them uh, or they just don't work or whatever it can be quite quite a pain. And then it's not just like you can tell someone else, oh, just log in and type my password in if I need to. Uh, if you've got the USB pen and you've took it home by accident or something death like that. Uh, but yeah. Uh, I must admit, it is an option. Um, good idea, Russell. Uh, uh may fix some solutions, especially businesses, but can potentially because other over-issues as well. But like yeah. these, um,
3: I, I was working lately, just on Russell, what Russell was saying there about the USBs. I was working with a company, a kitchen manufacturer, that um, spent thousands of pounds on this specialist software, design software that they use, and you put a USB in that activates the software. Um, it's like one of these password dongles you know you put it in and activate so you've got to leave it in the the computer while you're using the software i suppose they could come up with something like that built into your fingertip you know it's a a password chip
1: i I won't say what company i was working at but uh we had an employee badge and you could not log into your computer without the badge so that's that's a solution for a company, you know, is to put the badge in and then type the password. And if you went for more than five minutes away from the computer, you had to re-log back in, like bathroom break or something like that. You had to come back and re-log. So that might be a solution for a business. At home, I can't see it taking off, though.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah definitely some things there and um as uh uh, over air said um that they've done recoveries on clients machines to bring back the password folders um and passwords are so easy to get hold of is generally you go to someone if i go to someone's house these days a lot of time you can find out what the password is you just go into chrome and go into the passwords and go oh look it says star, 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 and there's a little line next to it. You press it, it shows you what the password is. Mm. Um, it, all it takes is someone accessing someone's machine, especially the home users. They can find out every single password available, what they use for pretty much everything, to be honest with you. Yeah. So, uh, but, yeah. G-
3: Google Chrome allow you to export that as well. So it exports it onto like a WordPad document. And you just open it up and you can see all the passwords. It's crazy. Yeah. And um, I've had it where
0: people have had their Google accounts hacked, and because they've got the Google Chrome synced with a Google account, they just basically log into there, and then every password they put on any of the machines, bang, they're all there. So it's a bit like having a password manager as such, but about a Google account can be quite easy to get into uh, for, for a lot. Uh, but, yeah, de- definitely there.
1: You know, using things like admin, admin1, one, password, password1, one, uh, even. Your home address or your license number on your, your tag. You may as well not even have a password at work one day. And this was a really highly classified job that I had back in the States. Uh, again, I won't tell you what I was doing, but the, the woman comes in from the higher office and sits down to her computer. And she doesn't know the password for it. And I said, just out jokingly, I said, put in admin or admin1. She puts that in. It doesn't go. I said, put in password or password1. She got in. Now, this was a highly sensitive area, open for a lot of of things that people don't want out there. She said, how did you know this? I said, well, those are the most common used passwords. And I said, now, if I were you, you know, or or someone that you know, you might want to get IT on that because I'm not even in the IT area at this point. I'm just working the average Joe job at the time. I said, I would get them to change that password.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I'm going to say a lot of places have really basic passwords. So uh, I think that's again user user error laziness sometimes. And oh, it won't happen to us. Uh, I think we're all guilty probably of that uh, at least once or twice a week, probably if not in a lifetime. <laughs> uh, Let's have a look. Um, just quickly go through chat. So uh, let's have a look. Richard Creedy says uh, people giving some random uh, tech uh, support, uh, scammer accesses to the machines. Yeah. Um, Richard's also saying he's got is that YubiKey? YubiKey. Yeah, that's encouraging you
3: for the software I was trying to remember. YubiKeys.
0: Yeah. That's the one, is it? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So there we go. So, uh, uh, that's pretty good. It um, get, doesn't get enough use, um, he says. Um, and he's saying that he also shows his customer passwords and stuff like that. We've also got Mr. Cormac from Crosshaven Computers. Let's see if he's sobered up a bit now. <laughs> so uh, he's saying, um, I tell home users to write the passwords down and make them long. No one is going to break into a house and steal the passwords you'd be surprised Fam- be. family and stuff like that I've had especially family stealing stuff um, stealing stuff from each of yeah. family
1: and friends that know the way around your house a maid some sort of cleaner carer or something like that
0: yeah it takes them to stumble on it but, yeah <laughs> I see where it's going. If I would go for that, I would tell them to put the password somewhere safe. Either have a special book where they put it inside to what no one ever looks in, or a DVD case or something. Yeah. Uh, Even then, you're. uh, uh, asking for it, obviously the most secure place is putting it in a, a safe. But knowing the customers, if they're forgetting the password, they're going to forget the uh, the security key for the safe, um, so they'll uh, lock it in there and not be able to get in. But uh, you know, you never know. Right, let's uh, move on to a, another topic. Before that, um, looks <clears> like <throat> we're also going to have a show next week, guys, on Thursday, same as usual This time, we're going to be talking about Chat GPT and AI. So if you're wanting to uh, know about that or even be involved in the show, being on the show, let us know. Uh, we've all been well. It'll be myself, Jen as well, as she's always here. We'll have Cormac on the show as well. That's if you can understand him. If he's are so would up, that is by then. Um, so uh, we'll be talking chat GPT and AI in general. So um, obviously there's a lot of AI things and we're going to talk about the goods, the bads, the uglies and uh Maybe the ways it can actually help your business, because I've actually been playing about with it this week quite a bit, and surprising what it can actually do, in and just simple things like just rewriting some of the text you go, it'll make it look hell of a lot better, um, especially if you've got, obviously, dyslexia or any other things, or your are just not brilliant. It'll iron all that out, and it'll look like suddenly you've had a... Uh, basically paid someone to write it for you. So um, there's lots of good things, but as we said, goods and there's bads, we're going to be talking about that next Thursday at 8 o'clock. So let's go on to the next topic. So I think it's your turn to pick a topic now, Jim.
1: Well, I was just going to comment briefly and say okay. that I had read something briefly that Microsoft are going to put their fingers in the, the pot on artificial,
0: yeah. artificial
1: intelligence.
0: Yeah, yeah I am going to say Jack, chat GP. TP. I always get the the free letters the <laughs> wrong way around, Um, they're, they 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 pretty much sponsored Jews. Used- invested in it so microsoft are so heavily but there are uh, i think google's working on one and quite a few others are did working on different variations as well i think it's going to be the next big thing what we all need to watch out for and as i said it could be good bad we'll we'll emphasize a bit more on that next week but it could potentially cost people jobs it could okay. create jobs uh, mm-hmm. It could make your life easier It could make you a hell of a lot of money But Put we'll the- talk about that next week right. um,
1: on, on to uh, another topic That I had uh, You know this week some of you may have fallen Victim to Microsoft Outages and everything uh, Partially uh, What it boiled down to Was teams and other things Like that were not working As they should have And people were in a uh, an uproar about it because they needed these things to uh, to work for them. And Microsoft have uh, uh, come back and said that uh, the impacted services have recovered and remain stable. Down Detector, which tracks website outages, showed dwindling numbers of users reporting problems. And they have blamed a wide area network which has now been resolved. And this was in a statement to the BBC. Microsoft explicitly ruled out a cyber attack as potential cause. Believe it or not.
0: So. Yeah. no, I think whichever way we'll look at it, we all had probably had a lot of customers on the phone uh, yesterday morning saying my blah, 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 whatever was Microsoft yeah. doesn't work. Um, but I think a lot of it was help. But that obviously it was a uh, uh, Able to be seen on the BBC. Just
1: red through Tech for Text, and there was a whole post about it. It was like, "This is not working. This is not working." And people just in the Tech for Text group mm-hmm. on their own were complaining, "Hey, this is not working yeah. for me. What's up?"
3: Yeah, I use the Mixmaster Admin app on my phone for NFTs, and as I said, I think I was chatting with Alison yesterday. It was going ping, ping, ping all day yesterday, the day before. About the OTGs on it, um, and yeah, you get phone calls
0: about it as well if, if you if you use Microsoft. Yeah, that's that, that's definitely uh, something. Did you have much issues with that, Ben?
2: Uh, no, I don't. Sort of deal with that sort of thing. I don't do MSP or remote work really at all. I'm just purely hardware sales. So I was a nice easy day for me yesterday. Oh, okay, well, look, look, look at you then. Uh, I won't
0: keep you much longer on that topic then. Uh, let's just quickly go, go to chat. It uh, looks like Russell at Lexar is doing a bit of a self-plug there. He says Lexar has a fingerprint biometrics, AS, uh, sorry, AES, 256-bit, USB drive. I wish it would make them a bit easier to read. Uh, you can <laughs> open a partition as well, password protection and stuff. Anyway, if you want to have a look at that, spot a link on there, Lexar, again, Lexar products uh Good if you show. want to get from distribution uh, i think i3i distribution is uh, probably the best place to get them from he'll probably come in chat and uh, clarify that in a few minutes and put a link on as well if you're interested in that um so next up we've um uh, richard creed is basically just saying yes so uh, they're going to be using the microsoft basically their cloud system uh i think there's sort of a they've given them so much credit to use the system. That's regarding chat GTP, um, where, um, it's sort of like the sort of paying for itself sort of thing. And they've invested as well. So, but yeah, there's quite a bit in there. So, uh, and um okay call cool, Matt yes we know you use G Suite and you've not had any problems with Microsoft there's,
3: there's always one isn't there
1: always. there's
3: always like it's going
1: to be Linux in a or something tonight it's, it's not, not Suite.
3: Google Workspace now it's called so he's in his notes Google Workspace it's called now <laughs> there
0: we go yeah that's it so, um, one thing, uh, oh, Russell's putting a link on YouTube, yeah, watch that after the show, guys, don't click on it now, uh, but I think it's to do with the um, the, the product he's um, shared. Also, guys, if you haven't already, uh, me and Cormac had a bit of a chat the other day on his first podcast um, slash live show. Um, it's called Crosshaven Computers TikTok Tech Talk Show, if I'm right. He'll probably clarify that in a minute, but it's a bit of a mouthful, the name. um, And uh, as I like to joke with him, today that 10 times fast, and uh, especially after you've had some Irish whiskey and uh, you've got no chance. But have a look on his TikTok page. It's on there. It's also on our YouTube and stuff like that. But uh, feel free to have a look on his TikTok page. I've just put it on the screen for you there. Uh, you can have a look at his TikTok page and have a look at the interview. He talks to me, and uh, he's interviewing me for a change. Um, so he's asking me questions about what do I like, what type of phones, about my PC, Uh, a bit about chat gt uh, gpt as well business stuff on there so there's quite a few bits on there so if you haven't seen it already suggest you do it's uh, it's about 15 20 minutes long altogether i think it is So uh, uh, yeah definitely a good thing it
1: ends abruptly i noticed this but there is a part two Mm -hmm. to it so you'll you'll think oh okay they've cut it off really short right there but there is a part two that I've been told because I asked Phil about it. I said, Well, either the timing was off or, you know, something. I said, What what happened there? He says, There's a part two. I said, Right on. Okay.
0: Yeah. There we go. Right. So, is there any other topics you guys want to talk about before we call it
3: out? Because it's getting on already. It's uh, 10 to nine already. So, is there something else you want to talk That's about, one, Will? One tip, one other tip. Okay. um found out yesterday. Um, You know how people can have their smartphones stolen? Well, a way that these hackers or people that steal your phones are getting into your bank account is by taking your SIM card out of your phone and putting it into their own phone and contacting and doing the multi-factor authentication through the bank and they get text messages coming back to that phone. There's a lot more on it. I was watching a a, a television programme about it um, last night, phone scammers. Um, So just a reminder to people, and as I've done myself, Put a pin lock on your phone, SIM card, a uh, four-digit pin number, and that is the way to stop that. So it was just a tip that popped in my head the there that, that I want to share with people. Uh, it was put a, a SIM pin on your phone. Pin SIM, a SIM pin on your phone. There you go. There we go. So that's different than a, a
0: password on your phone. That's actually yeah, one pin specifically number. for the SIM card. Okay. Yep. Yeah, good idea. I've not actually yeah. looked into that one. So that's something I'll definitely be looking into. Have you got anything else you'd like to quickly talk about, Ben, or add, or any more tips? Or
2: um, So it's more just an experience I had with one of my customers uh, this week. Uh, apparently, I've lost this customer. I, I'm not going to cry myself to sleep. Um, be careful how much you sort of try and help people I bend over backwards yeah. to help people. Um, so I was primarily computer and laptop. Sales repairs. I've been known to do the odd phone repair in the past. And customer has been to me five or six times was really happy with the service. Um he brought a phone in and he said, iPhone 6, can you replace the battery? And I was like, Yeah, I can do it. It would be between 40 and 50 pounds because I'm not about the price for the, the battery at that point. And he was like, Yeah, that's absolutely fine. I'll drop it. And he dropped it in and came back to collect it. And he was like, How much is it? And I said, It's uh it's fifty pounds. He was like, oh, right, is it £50? I'm not really happy about that. And bear in mind, the part was like £18.50, and I'm also bat Reg, so it's a uh, very slim margins of Warner repairs. one of the reasons I don't do them. And he basically went in a right grump over the fact that I didn't do it £40, pounds because I quoted between 40 and 50 because I didn't know the cost of the power at that moment, you know? And he's basically, like, over £10, pounds, he was like, I'm not coming back here again. It's like, if that's how you want to be, that's how you want to be, I'm not, I'm not going to cry myself to sleep about it. Um... But it's just be careful how much you sort of bend over backwards to help customers, they can be the nicest people, yeah. and then you try to do them a favor and they turn on you, sort of thing. Yeah. You know, it's um, so yeah. my days of doing anything on phones are done, I'm just not going to do it anymore. It's, don't but, yeah, let that yeah. spoil what you can do for other people, Ben. You know, no, I no, think yeah. nobody's expendable, or is that yeah. the phrase? I think we've all had that experience,
3: haven't we, where you do you bend over backwards to help someone. I'm particularly bad at giving free advice to people and end up solving the problem by giving them the advice and the, the way and fix yeah. it. Well, one person was in poverty that. with me, so I gave them, you know, a good discount and you find out that the, they just bought themselves a brand new two plate car, Mercedes and things like that. And I work a lot with one of the churches and they put poverty all the time. And yet churches are one of the institutions has got more money than the banks. <laughs> But yeah,
1: don't, don't
3: yeah, let one
1: true.
3: person.
1: They're not taxed on it. Pineapple, in yeah. most cases. Yeah, uh, one, one
0: just pineapple. add on to what Ben. sorry, just add on what Ben was saying there. One thing what I do, and this is with when quoting people for stuff, I always stick ten percent on top of what uh, the actual price will be for the quote. Um, so I'll say, oh, it'll be instead of 50, 40, you said 40 to 50, I'd say, oh, it'll be roughly about, wow, well, 50, uh, 50, 55 pound, or I'll, I'll give an exact number, like 55 uh, or 60 or whatever um, pound. And then when I actually go around, I know it's only going to be 50, I'll go around and only charge them the 50, and then they feel feel like they've got a deal and that you've done some really good work yeah, for them and done it cheaper then, um, and you've gone out your way to do it cheaper, uh, even though originally you weren't going to charge them 50 anyway, you just had that 10% on top um and it actually sounds like you're doing them a deal and uh, uh so it of gets you in their good books but yeah it d- doesn't matter how you do it there'll always be that one customer who's going to be a grumpy yeah. old git sometimes
1: yeah
0: there's always someone and i think there's a bit like the uh, uh, there was a post in tech for Text earlier someone go um complaining about getting a one-star review um because uh uh, that we were trying to contact the customer. The customer didn't go come back, so they didn't turn up to the appointment and whatever. Uh, and, uh, then they left them a one star review. Um, and doesn't matter how or what excuse. If that person's in that bad mood, they're just going to give you a one-star review no matter what excuse or reasoning. You could be dying. I think there was, uh, there was some mention of cancer in there and whatever. whatever. Um, you could be dying or whatever. They don't care. They just want it done then and there, and okay. they can be really grumpy. But they'd be the, probably the first customer who would let you down and cancel your appointment um, if it was uh, the other way around. So, you could
1: be bleeding out your eyeballs, but you're supposed to be there on time, not one second early, not one second late, hmm. on that dot. But how many times, Phil, have you sat in a driveway waiting for someone to come back from Morrisons?
0: Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I'll get to people's houses and, and it's like, oh, oh, and you call them because they're not in. And it's like, oh, we're just doing the shopping at the moment. <laughs> we'll be back in 20 minutes. I'm like, well, the bill starts now. <laughs> oh. I'm not waiting 20 minutes for you and then start charging. I'm charging you for now. You know I was coming between half nine and 10 it's now 10 o'clock um and you're still not here They're so
1: set in their ways though that they can't move the shopping to any other day or any other time and they will be there at that house all day long 24 7 but yet it's got to be monday at noon that we go shopping we can't move it any other day that's it weird weird
0: so, um, over air is saying in comments, uh, let's have a look. Uh, so, uh, we've just opened uh, a store in a shopping center and we deal with this all the time, probably once a day. Uh, and he also says, uh, I've heard, uh, sorry, reading the wrong one. My chat window's gone up, uh, gone the wrong way around. He also says uh, that we have a term we use. Uh, no good deed goes unpunished. So yeah, right. so I think you got that one right. That's for sure. So uh, no uh, there we go. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And there's, uh, there's definitely a lot of them around this area, I tell you. <laughs> got
1: that on that bombshell.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> on that bombshell, uh, I think it's time to uh, call it a night. So as we said, guys, next Thursday, we will have a show uh, about... Uh, AI, chat, uh, GTP. We'll, put some, we'll have some examples. We'll get the program running on the show as long as it's not too busy and the glitchy or anything like that. Um, but uh, you'd be surprised what it can do. If you haven't played about with it already, give it a go. It's free to use. Obviously, it's still in demonstration mode or whatever. It's not fully out there and connected to the internet yet, but it's got a hell of a lot of information and you'd be surprised yeah. some of the things you can ask it to do you can ask well, it a simple central. a simple uh, ask it to rewrite something in a 100 words you can ask it to say you make it funny have jokes in it you can make it sound professional it's all really well really interesting i find it i think it's one of the biggest things what popped up i think uh if microsoft didn't imp- implement it properly they could potentially turn the books or the tables on google to be honest with you oh, yeah. um, really unless google managed to get an alternative up and running um it's really that good if you haven't had a, had a go but we'll talk more about it next week anyway so right guys i'd like to say thank you for well for coming on tonight i'll also say thank you to ben as well as well as my lovely wife, partner boss uh i have to say that because she is the boss uh <laughs> but she is anyway um so thank you for being on as well and uh, we'll see you all next thursday at 8 p.m just one last thing though if you're not in the tech for techs group you can join tech for techs uh at uh obviously the facebook website which is uh facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash tech for text, or just go to the tech for Text website which is tech for uk forward slash join and you'll be able to join there you'll also have a link on there if you really want to check it out for the new forums area, but again, we're not accepting anyone in Elsin at the moment until we have fixed the uh, slight issues we've got. Okay, and again, thank you all. Thank you, Macaulay. Thank you, Overair. Thank you, Richard, Alison, and everyone else who's been on there, Lexa, uh, for commenting tonight, uh, commenting tonight, and watching and spending an evening with us. And we'll see you all next week. So again, thank you, everyone. Good night,
3: and don't forget. Watch this.